The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Tuesday the 5th of February. In your Squiz today, the Banking Royal Commission report, the latest on the Townsville floods, Donald Trump's private schedule has been leaked, and a Squiz announcement. This is your Squiz today. Now, if you're a banking and financial services buff, and we know there are some who are keen Squeeze listeners, sorry to let you down, but we can't take you through all 76 recommendations <laughs> made by the Royal Commission. I'd like to hear you try though, Claire. That'd be good. Oh, look, I'm up for anything. Let's, you sure you don't want to? <laughs> it's, it's okay. Let's go through three of them. The main point, starting with some of Commissioner Kenneth Haynes' concerns around the sales culture in our banks. That was really the take-out message. That's the thing that he's uh, really put at the heart of the troubles that have beset the financial services industry. And we're talking about banks, um, superannuation and all those financial institutions that sort of fall under that bracket. So really what he's called for after hearing all that evidence is a restructure to the way that insurance and superannuation is sold. And also there's changes afoot for mortgage brokers and financial advisors. And it's those incentives and bonuses and commissions that seem to drive profit. But Hain was saying also it seems to drive that poor and sometimes illegal conduct in the sector as well. And the fee-for-no-service issue is obviously still a big one. It is. And while Hain didn't recommend specific criminal sanctions against some entities or individuals after hearing that evidence that was quite shocking last year, what he has done is referred some of those cases uh, to the regulators to be heard. And, you know, some of those um, sanctions may be forthcoming, but we need to wait and see on that. And one bank was was singled out by the commissioner. Yeah, National uh, Australia Bank. They really uh, copped a stinging rebuke from Hain. That's Ken Henry, who used to be the Treasury Secretary uh, in the Commonwealth Government and also its CEO, Andrew Thorburn. Both of those men were called out by Hain. Uh, he said that he wasn't that confident uh, that they had learned the lessons of the past. And again, that comes from the hearings where both of those guys uh, weren't particularly as apologetic <laughs> as some of the other banking executives that had been on the stand. And they're the talking points. Well done. <laughs> Flooding in Townsville has continued. The dam that regulates the Ross River was at 244% capacity early yesterday. By 6pm, it was down to 217%, that water contributing to the flooding. Yeah, that's a lot of water that's it's heading into yeah, those suburbs. And while there's not really any official view at the moment about how many homes have been flooded, uh, authorities have been pretty focused on evacuations and rescue efforts. Uh, things are going to be pretty bad again today. There's more rain, if you can believe it, coming uh, in their direction. That's not only going to affect Townsville, but also the um, surrounding areas. So more bad news up there. And if it wasn't bad enough, reports of crocodiles and snakes coming into town. I mean, yeah, images oh, of that too. I know, scary. Um, Hakeem Al-Arabi, the Bahrainian soccer player detained in Thailand, is facing another 60 days in prison, Claire. So he had to front court yesterday to really 
uh, tell them why uh, he didn't want to be extradited back to Bahrain. He has said that he fears for his life if he was uh, returned there. And of course, that's part of why he was declared a refugee uh, in Australia is that his life was under threat from Bahrain. Um, what happens now is that um, he sits in a Thai prison for another couple of months. Uh, both he and Bahrain need to get their legal cases together to talk about his extradition. Uh, hopefully, uh, what Craig Foster and people who are campaigning on his behalf are, are hoping that in that time uh, there will be sense brought to this and that he will be returned to Australia and to his wife. Yeah, before all this happened, he was playing semi-professional football here in Australia for Pasco Vale Football Club in Melbourne. Uh, this is one for the political buffs. Donald Trump's private schedule for nearly every working day since the midterms has been leaked. It's quite incredible. It's one of those things that I stumbled across yesterday and thought, wow, that's really, God, that's Speaking really... of political buffs. Yeah, it's an extraordinary <laughs> leak. You would have it's... loved this. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I spent a good half hour with a coffee just clicking through his diary and you can do that online. There's a link where you can do that. But, yeah, a massive leak to have your official yeah. diary leaked. Really what it shows and probably the interesting takeout is that he spends a lot of time uh, in a category called executive time. That's what insiders say is his unstructured time where he is probably in the White House residence just reading, watching TV, tweeting, tweeting yeah, I was gonna say. calling contacts, you know, just sort of shooting the breeze. And uh, really his day starts with official meetings at 11 o'clock. So it's pretty interesting if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah, and for our diaries, Donald Trump will give his State of the Union address tomorrow is it midday Aussie time? About um, one o'clock, I think, Sydney time. Okay. Racing Victoria officials this morning have said that Australia's top horse racing trainer, Darren Weir, is looking at a four-year ban from the sport. They had a marathon session yesterday. Everyone was waiting uh, with um, bated breath for the result of that. And it was a show cause hearing. So really we had to front up and tell racing officials why he should keep his license. And uh, he has said that he won't fight a four-year ban if that's what they're, they're looking at. And mm. this is over the discovery of these electrical devices on his property last week called Jiggers. Yeah, and the implications for the sport are pretty massive. He's got lots of horses racing at the moment and as of um today is unable to train them and uh, has to divest any ownership interest in any horses that um that might be officially running so yeah it's as the country's top trainer it's a it's a pretty big shift the new england patriots won the super bowl yesterday the lowest scoring game in history mixed reviews on the halftime entertainment as well with one website describing maroon 5's performance as fine it was all fine Fine. Is there anything yeah. worse? Yeah. Fine. Yeah, just meh, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, no, God, you wouldn't want that review, would you? No. The game as well, I think, just it was fine. The most fun thing, and I guess this is why they're some of the, the most expensive ads on telly, is watching the ads and deciding which is the best one. Amazon, which had a great cracking ad last year, has another pretty good one this year. Um, interesting to see the reaction to Pepsi's ad. They really um, seem to break the rule of, you know, the 
um, rules of communication um, by talking really about its competitor. Um, their ad yeah. seemed to be more about Coke than it did about them. Um, and uh, Burger King was probably the other one that um, that had quite a bit of focus. It used footage of Andy Warhol eating a Whopper um, from way back in the day, but um, perhaps a little bit too arty for the football crowd. Yeah, they are entertaining advertisements, so waste some time on that today. What about the subject line? Subject line today is Phil Collins, let it rain down on me with all that rain in Townsville. But um, also I thought that was appropriate for banks and financial institutions. There's a lot of new information that they need to get their heads around today. Yeah, people in our banks will be working pretty hard today. An announcement from us for our Squeeze Today email subscribers. We are investing in a better email experience for you, but that means we have to change the email address we send from each day. We'll be doing that starting today. We've done everything we can to ensure we hit your inbox, but just in case, or if you don't receive the email today, just add hello at mythesqueeze.com.au as a contact. That's hello at mythesqueeze.com.au as a contact, and that should help to sort things out. Wish us luck with this change today. May the tech gods be with us. Thanks for listening to the podcast and we'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit-for-member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.